Hey, welcome to the Mission City Podcast. Before we take a break for the new year, we wanted to talk about New Year's resolutions. People come up with all sorts of resolutions of things to do in a new year, but so many fail just within the first few weeks. How can we create New Year's resolutions or goals that stick? We're going to talk about that today. So here are Dave and Chuck. David Cash, what's happening, man? I am trying to get some more coffee intake. But I am well. How are you? It's a rainy day. It is. It's kind of dreary. Almost like I wish I'd have just stayed in bed. I know. I, I took the our dog for a walk this morning, and it was just kind of a light sort of sprinkle. But it's not hand. one you really notice. Why? Like I imagine this is what Seattle's like. Yeah. And so like I I'm like all the time. And so like you don't realize you're getting rained on until you start to walk in the house, and you're like, so I'm soaking wet. But it was such a yeah. right. You know, a soft rain. Yeah, it's yeah. just uh, it made traffic getting over here a little difficult. Is mm-hmm. that like one of the Forrest Gump, Gump rains? Yeah. One day l- it started raining. It didn't stop for. Four it was months. <laughs> it was a little bit of stinging rain. Yeah. <laughs> no, but traffic getting over here was because people in San Antonio do not know how to drive in weather. <clears throat> they don't know how to drive normally. I so I, my yeah. son made that statement last night. We were going somewhere, and he said, "I feel like people here." Don't drive as well. I said, I think you're right, son. Oh, I know. Because, you know, he's starting to drive. So he's at that age. We're starting to drive. People are scared to drive in in any sort of weather conditions. They think they're going to crash. I had a – when I lived in Illinois, people said I drive badly. And I'm like, I drive pretty well. Thank you very much. And then one of my friends uh, came to visit me here in San Antonio, and I'm driving him around. We're going all over the place. He's realizing everyone drives terribly. He goes – Actually, I'm changing what I said. You actually drive really well because you need to drive the, the way you do to survive. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. Well, I grew up in Dallas and uh, downtown Dallas and all that stuff is just, if you don't drive, and then I lived in Houston well, for a long lot. time. So, if, if you don't drive fast in Houston, they'll just run over you. That's <laughs> just the way it is. Yeah, they push. Dallas, you got to yeah. be aggressive, but Houston, you got to just put the hammer down. Mm-hmm. I've been in more like almost parking lot in Dallas than anywhere else. Mm-hmm. Except maybe Austin. Austin's pretty bad. Austin's Houston bad. for me was like six thirty five six thirty five in Dallas. So that was nothing to me compared to forty five in Houston. Like hmm. going like we lived in spring. My son was playing on this baseball team that their uh practice deal and everything was in the woodlands. You look at a map, it's five miles from our house. At four thirty when I pick him up from school and I'm taking him we're talking an hour to an hour and 20 minutes to go five miles. Now, that oh is monotonous. Yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. That's terrible. That's 1604 that's right now. But. Oh, yeah, 1604. 1604 right now in San it, it's, talk about. Yeah, I mean, talk about a lack of vision. Like, whoever designed 1604 said, it'll eh, be fine. <laughs> it'll, it'll do. Yeah. Two lanes around, that'll do. You know what I heard? I heard in one million years the sun is going to burn out. And when it does, they'll have to finish 1604 in the dark. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I thought that about 10, but man, it's really gotten better up in Bernie. It's nice. Yeah. Up that way. Nice it's through really there. Good. Yeah. It yeah, did take forever. Mm-hmm. Now they're going to build a Bucky's and that's why I keep telling everyone. That's why I keep telling everyone here. A Bucky's would be great. Uh, that's why I keep telling everyone about 1604 is like in 2027, it's going to be glorious. Until then, it's going to be terrible. <laughs> it, yes, and it was terrible for a long time. Well, you know, you mentioned 
lack of vision. Today, what we're talking about is we're coming up on New Year's. Mm -hmm. So many people make a resolution. We all do. Or we all have. Mm -hmm. I talked to somebody not too long ago, so like I quit making them because I'm done January, by the second week. You by know? January 2nd. And so there was like, you know, here's some of the resolutions that people make. You know, if you look, the gym membership stuff advertisement yeah. oh, goes nuts it's because it's starting you know, to ramp up now. Everybody's yeah. like, yeah, I'm going to join a gym and, and I'm going to start eating right. And then the second week of January, you eat pie for dinner. I don't mean a piece of pie. I mean, a pie. A, you had a pie for dinner. Yes, or what? you went to the buffet and you pulled your chair right up to the buffet uh -huh. and just ate, ate, ate all right off the buffet line, you know, yeah, kind absolutely. of a deal. Right. I thought this was for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, and here's the thing is without a vision and without goals and without a, a revelation from God, our spiritual things kind of end up lumped into that same thing. We make mm. these these spiritual resolutions and well, read without, Bible prayer, whatever it is. And then a couple of weeks out, we're not reading our Bible anymore. We're not spending the time in prayer. We're doing all of those things like that. And so what we thought would be a good thing to talk about today was how to maintain, how to make goals or how to make you know, revelations as opposed to resolution. Obviously, I'm not talking about the book of the Bible or I would have said revelation. Yeah. But I'm talking about a revelation <clears throat> from God that we truly seek God out and say, God, where are the areas in my life that I need to most improve upon, why not start in January? And obviously, you can start those anytime because right. you each should. day with God is yeah. new. Right. Yeah, absolutely. But what are some ways, Chuck, that people, and, and Benny, you can weigh in, what are, what are some ways that if I came to you and said, man, I really want to set some resolutions for New Year's spiritually, what do you think I should do? What would your advice be? Well, I, I love, I, I don't like the term resolution ever because it's, it, it holds no weight, mm. right? I'm a, I'm a big goal person, believe in goals, setting goals. And I think, I think that's completely biblical mm -hmm. uh, to set some goals and be um, uh, ahead of the game and, mm. and work on improvement in, in areas. And I think you can make goals that are spiritual goals. Uh, but I like the, uh, uh, acronym. De de I think they, we had an argument about acrostic or acronym. Mm -hmm. I think it's ac I think it's an acronym. Isn't I think you're wrong, but it doesn't matter. That's okay. okay. <laughs> I like I like the acronym goals, and I and I I didn't read this. I anywhere. think you said antonym. Antonym. <laughs> I, I think that's, that's very means opposite. Um, I like I like the acronym goals. You know, and I I've had this and I've taught this before with with my students. One, a, a goal should be gettable, and what hmm. I mean by that is. Is that a word? Yes, it is. Is that a word, word President it, Bush? It is. It's gettable. Like, I can get Able that goal. I can gotten. reach that goal, right? You see, hear people like say all the time, like, my goal is to read 100 books in in 2024. Well, I know you, and I know <laughs> that's not- Have you read not, a book this year? Yeah, it would start with, yeah, you would have to read one in your, you know, so it's not a necessarily a gettable goal. You mm. know, you've got to set goals that are gettable, yeah. right? Um that's super important. The second, you have to be objective about your goal. Like it has to be measurable. Like there has to be an objective. Like at the end of the thing, you ought to be able to look at it. Like for example, my non-spiritual goal, my goal is to get to 200 pounds, right? So it's gettable. It's objective. I can measure that. I can look, step on a scale 
and get that. And yeah. so my goal is also to stay between all 2024 is to stay between 200 to 205, not go anything above that. So that's an objectable, measurable mm-hmm. standard, right? Right. And so, and then A is obviously act- doesn't mean fun because, you know, right. anyway. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> True <laughs> means fat boy burgers doesn't get eaten as yeah. often. Um, actionable means, I think, if, if, if you set a goal where there's not some pl- action plan, like you don't hmm. have to do anything, you're relying sort of on luck or, or just, you know, happenstance or circumstance. You don't want, you don't want things like that. You want something that you can make a plan that's actionable, uh, that you do. And then L is always, I, I struggle with what do I make L acronym? Mine is let people know because Hmm. you need to be accountable to somebody. So if it's not, not something you're willing to share with someone to let people know, then it's probably not a good goal. Mm. You know, because I think it's important if I say, hey, I'm, I'm going to stay between this weight and this weight, Dave. This is my – he should be checking on me. Like if he's my if, – if I'm letting him know because I'm saying, hey, I need you to hold me accountable. So I got to carry a scale around in 2024 just for you. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, yes. <laughs> Throw it down go, oh, man. where <laughs> you at, bro? Right? You, you come in one morning feeling great, and he goes, how are you doing? You, you look a little big. Yeah, you look a little. <laughs> those, t- those, now those pants look tight. Yeah, yeah. I so, tell you what we'll do. Like, wow. Every Wednesday, we're going to start the podcast in 2024 <laughs> with a weigh-in. You on the, on the scale. On the scale, yeah. And oh then when gosh. you know, I mean, think about that accountability. Not only is it us three, but it's the nine people that listen. So yes, you got like 12 people. Oh, my goodness. So many. That's struggle. <laughs> the whole world. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So your, your goal should, you know, it should be, it should, you should be held accountable. You know, for that goal, yeah. and then I can't remember what S is, but it's well, it's you, you got me off topic, Dave. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, no. I'll remember it and I'll come back to it. But yeah, but you got to. I mean, you're if if you don't have things that are obje- that are celebrate, <laughs> celebrate. Me yep. with a C. I know it starts with C. Su- don't succeed. write letters don't in, yes. please, anyway, or email yes. me. Yeah, I know celebrate starts with a C. <laughs> But success starts with S. There you go. Yes. yes. <laughs> go yes. to the motivational speaker. Yeah. So, you know, you, ha- you got to have a goal. You got to be, you got to be goal. No, so, I agree my goal with that so if my goal is like, I want to read, I want to read through the Bible in a year, right? Mm-hmm. So that's, that's gettable. Um, and so it's, there's a measurable standard. So I'm, you know, I'll, I'll reach the end. My, on December 31st, 2024, I should read the end of Revelation, right? Right. And that's, there's this, and then actionable, there's a plan that comes with that. And then I would tell somebody, I typically want to do that with somebody. Like yeah. last time I did it, Cheryl and I did it together. Hmm. And so there was an accountability, like, where you at? Are you, you know, like, well, I'm a couple of days behind. Well, you better catch up, you know? And yeah. so it was, uh, it's super important to do those things. So whatever you're doing. I think, I think what you said is, is right. Because if, let's say I want to read the Bible through in a year, that's my goal is to read it through in a year. The first time I ever did that was I was very early in my walk and I didn't know about the daily reading plans now you have in the back. There's just a lot mm-hmm. of places you can do. I know we put something out every year, you know, hey, you can read, you know, through. Um, the first time I did it, what I did was I took however many pages were in my Bible and divided that by, you know, 365 and then I read that many pages a day, you uh-huh. know. And so well, that, I, could, that could get you like, like right in the middle of a really good thought, you know. Right. That would be tough. What, what's that? <laughs> Like if you're right in the middle of a good 
You're in the middle of a good story. story. And the angels rain down for... Well, I'm not saying you have to until tomorrow. To be continued. But you know what I'm saying. You just said the gold. I mean, it doesn't... If you read a little bit more, then the next day maybe you read a little less. You know, but that yeah. was what I did. But yeah. the reading plan is always good too. My my uncle, who was a music pastor for forever, till he retired, he what he did is he would read. Uh, and now there's, I've seen some Bible reading plans like this, but this was years ago before I ever saw this. He would start in Genesis, start in Psalms, and start in Matthew, and then he would read hmm. so much. Starting in Genesis, a few pages, then he would go to Psalm. That way, you're reading from Genesis to Psalms, Psalms to Matthew, Matthew to Revelation, and so that's what that's oh, what okay. he would do. So that's and that's what a lot of the Bible reading plans do. You read a little bit of the Old Testament, you know, or a little bit of of of, of the Pentateuch or whatever, yeah, yeah. and then you go through. It and would read make some that would make poems. Leviticus a little easier to get through. You know, yeah, absolutely. You know, it's kind I mean, of I thing. like I'll, yeah, because then you're not having to read like seven, eight chapters or something. In one day, and you're just sitting there doing nothing. It's it's like a smaller portion mixed with like, okay, that's good. Now go to Psalms, or now go to Proverbs, and then go to something in the New Testament. So it does, I agree, it makes it easier. And you know, and, and there's some people that that doesn't need to be your goals to read through the Bible in a year. If like you're a new believer or whatever, could be just, to just get because started. you want to check yeah. out. You know, and I tell people all the time, I would start with the proverb of the day. You know, you know, today is the I don't know what day today is. It's sometime in December. I know that. But let's <laughs> yeah. say what's today? The thirteenth. The, today's the thirteenth. Read Proverbs thirteen. 13. Yes. Tomorrow you'd read fourteen and mm-hmm. so forth. And then you do that for a month. You get that discipline because they say it takes three weeks to begin a good habit. It takes a much smaller time for a bad habit to start. But you do uh, that month and then add something. Okay, not only am I reading the proverb of the day, now I've added, you know the gospel, the yeah. first chapter of Matthew, and I'm going to read mm-hmm. a proverb in Matthew or Genesis 1 or something like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good place to start for people that are, yeah. are new. But have that plan. Um, I do the same thing with prayer. People come to me, and since we're talking acrostic, acronym, antonym, synonym, whatever, um, I do the same thing with prayer when people come to me and go, hey, how do I um, manage my prayer life? And I use the ACTS, right. A-C-T-S, which is adoration, spend a few minutes adoring God for who he is. You know, think about some of the verses that talk about how we're fearfully and wonderfully made, how he created the mm-hmm. heavens by mm-hmm. just speaking. Yeah. And he's worthy of our adoration. Then confession, confessing the things and agreeing with God that I had some things that were grievous. And then the T is thanksgiving, thanking God for my salvation, the breath of life, my wife, my children, their health and safety. Should never run out of things um, to be thankful for. No, right. never. Count your blessings. Name them one by one, as they say. Then S is supplication. Those are your requests. Uh, that you that you're asking God, and then I tell people add an M in there uh, to the end, so it's actual m- meditation. There should be some time where we just you know Psalm forty six ten, be still, yeah. you know, where we're just being still before God and and just allowing sometimes just being silent, which is really hard for me to sit there for a long time. It's like driving in the car with somebody, and if it's silent for more than a minute and a half, I'm like. I, I got to say something. Why mm-hmm. didn't he say something, or you know, yep, whatever? Yep, so, yep. Donnie uses tacos. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard Donnie use that. He says it's too. it's perfect for San Antonio. Yeah. And uh, I'm sure that's Thanksgiving, adoration, confession, others I think and self, it's others, others yeah. and self. Yeah, there we go. So a lot, you know, Donnie's great at that too. But I mean, that again, yeah. that's whatever you happen to use. It's a great place <clears throat> to start. Mm-hmm. Um, but and I didn't come up with that. That was a Campus Crusade thing. Yeah, yeah. the, yeah. the oh, axe thing. Yeah. 
all of those are really just really helpful tools to getting started building that practice, building that habit, um, setting that goal of, uh, I mean, I like your note about having it be objective and quantifiable because we could all say, um, I want to pray more. Well, okay. Yeah. If you pray, you should. Yeah. But well, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, have these tools to help you and guide you right. in how to you, how do you better practice prayer? Yeah. Well, that's that, to me. That's like a wish. Well, yeah. I want to. You know, I wish to pray more. Well, yeah. I I think that's a. Yeah, of course I want to do that. But right. what are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do to make that happen? Yeah. And how are how are you going to be held accountable to that? Yeah. You know, and and and, and all those things. And the, the, I remember the S is start small. Mm. Start small. Um, you know, even though you're you're, it's got to be gettable. It's also small. You know, small goals. A bunch of small goals. Mm. Build, they build yeah. momentum. You yeah. know, and one of the things I love, you know, this is maybe your goal is to get financially stable in twenty twenty four. One of the things Dave Ramsey talks about is like snow, the snowball effect that, yeah, that you yeah. pay off the smallest credit card, and because if you look, because a lot of times people look at their biggest debt and they're like, "That's un- I, take I can't tackle that." You know, I can't. I can't do so that. So why bother? So why? So it right. leads to leads to desperation, and eventually people quit. And I think that's one of the reasons why you make small strides in your in your in your spiritual walk. You know what? You take that small step. You know, Peter wouldn't be able to walk on the water without first throwing his feet over the the the, the edge. Mm-hmm. So a lot of us need to just throw our feet over the edge in our walk. Um, we've got to start, you know, trusting some small and some small mm-hmm. little steps mm-hmm. that will get us a long way. Because I, I would love to be a Bible theologian scholar, and when someone comes up and asks me a question, but but I don't know that I would be able to get through systematic theology this Oof. year. But I can I take a bite out of it and learn something. Uh-huh. And really develop a small area, absolutely. And well, then what's once the I old mas- adage? How do you eat an elephant? One bite at a time. You know, yeah. one bite at a time. And and so you start small. You don't you don't have to make these. You know, I thought about when I was going to say, do I make go- you make goals grandiose or do- are they just gettable? And I think that's that's the big part. Hmm. People make these big plans. Yeah, I'm going to do these things. In the new year, and soon as the first one fails, it becomes a domino effect of failure, and you've got to make sure that you're 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 starting small and and, yeah. and, and gettable goals. Well, you know, we talked about prayer. We talked about reading the Bible. You know, one of the other things as we're growing spiritually that has been a help to me, and I don't do it all the time, so I'm gonna be transparent. I have these times where I start to do it, and I do it for a while, and then I get out of the habit. Is journaling. That's a phenomenal way for us to, you know, mm-hmm. um, and, and, and somebody goes, well, how do I start journaling? Where I start is with my prayers. You know, if I'm specifically praying for my neighbor to know Jesus or if I'm specifically praying for um, a family member to know Christ or if I'm specifically asking um, to add a family to my life group, you know, hey, I know this family. They're not in a life group. I really want them to get in mine. I start to just write my prayers down, and then I like to look back and watch how God mm-hmm. answered those mm. prayers, and then write, okay, they God answered my prayer on on yeah. this date, and so like um, 
for me, that then you have to put feet to that prayer. You talked about doing the thing. So what are you going to do? I'm not just going to pray for my next door neighbor to know Christ and then not invite them to and church then never or then show not up at the door. Yeah. Or you know, that's yeah. the that is the dumbest thing in the world that that a lot of people do. It's like, well, I'm praying for him to know. Have you ever shared your testimony of your? Well, no. That's like people going, you know what? I'm I'm a part of Mission City Church. I I pray that there'll be a church that'll share the gospel in this area. Well, be that church that shares the gospel. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. It's the same principle. You should be praying for uh, that family. And I tell people all the time, you know, with your life group, if you could add one or two families per, you know, month or whatever, just make that a target. Again, it's a small goal. Uh, we did a series at the church, one of the churches that I pastored. We did a, a year of each one reach one. Mm. And the goal was each individual would reach one person for Christ or each family would commit together to reach another family. And you think, well, that's not that much, but you do when you take 100 families in your church times a new 100 families. And again, it's not about numbers. Those are people's souls. Yeah. Their kids are going to spend eternity the kingdom. somewhere. Yeah. And so I, I think that's what you have to do too. Well, my goal is is journaling. Well, that's how you start. Start with your prayers. Start with mm-hmm. uh, how it answers. I, I know that, um, and you know that fits the O in goals. Yeah, it's a it's objectionable. Like yeah. you you're putting and and it actually reaches a it makes a too because there's a plan of action. There's, it's quantifiable, mm-hmm. and then it's actionable. Yeah, I had a uh, the first. Uh, youth minister that I work for um, was Pastor Matt, but also I had another one named Kyle Wall, who's a, who's still in ministry. And Kyle was the student minister when I first went on staff. Uh, Pastor Matt was the junior high guy, and then he became the, the guy. But anyway, Kyle's father pastored the same church for like 50 years, something hmm. like that, really long time. It's the only church he ever served at, I think. And when he passed away, he left his Bible uh, to Kyle, or Kyle got his Bible, and yeah. in the very front of it, there was a list of names that had a date on one side and another date on the other. And so he went back to his mother and said, what are these dates on here? And he said, these are the guys that he prayed would know Christ the day he started praying for them, and then the day they trusted in Christ. Wow. And so mm. he had this people in his community of the church that he pastored where, say, it was Chuck Foster. I, I'm praying that Chuck Foster, and so he made a goal to build a relationship with, with Chuck so he could share the gospel. And then Chuck would pray to receive Christ or whatever. And so in the deal, there was like four names that didn't have a, a date on the right side. And the challenge was to go and share with those people. Hmm. Um, and sometimes it, it had a, a cross through it, and it was you know it was li- lined out. That person had passed away and never knew Christ hmm. that he knew of, but he had still shared with that individual. Yeah, you know. And so that's that's something that people talk about too. You know, we uh, we mentioned Donnie earlier. Donnie is very comfortable walking into a coffee house and sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ with mm-hmm. anybody that's in there. Whether they work there, whether they're sitting at another table, whether he's at the dog park, I've seen Does Donnie it? in action. Don Donnie shares Jesus with everybody. I it's like a muscle for me. If I'm doing it, then it becomes easier as oh, yeah. I do it, yeah. and, and then if I get out of the habit, then it's hard to start. And that's the other thing too. How do I get started? Just like you said, something small, mm-hmm. something with a neighbor. Hey, how are you now? Just just with an invite. Hey. We have this thing coming up, Man Church, on Wednesday night. Hey, our ladies have to gather. Have you ever thought about uh, coming with me to to gather? You know, that's just a good way to start. The other way is just asking somebody 
can I pray for you? Hey, is there anything I can be praying for you about? That's a really simple yeah. thing, and that opens up conversations. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Start small, um, it, and, but I, I think it's important also, don't stay there. You know, don't stay small. Build. Build on what, you, what successes you have because <clears throat> you're going to reach a goal. That's good. Reach a goal. Once you reach a goal, What's you, the next you, need, you, you need to tackle another goal. You know, don't be satisfied with achieving a small step. Make another step. Mm-hmm. And, and, and I think that's what we encourage in church is like, okay, so I'm, I'm, I've come to church for the first time. <clears throat> and maybe my first, experience, my first step is I get saved. Well, what's your next step? The next step is to get baptized. Right? What's the next step after that? Well, I want to find a group. Mm-hmm. I want to be in discipleship. I want to mm-hmm. learn more about Jesus. What's the next step? Well, maybe it's, maybe it's serving. And so whatever, whatever you, you're accomplishing in the new year, you, you, you make a small goal and you accomplish it by, by March, right? Okay, sit down, reevaluate, make a new goal, and extend that goal. Maybe yeah. build off of those goals. Yeah. I think one of the things that, that resolutions never do is they never bring, they never uh, help you build. Mm. Goals help you build. Resolutions, when you've sort of accomplished it, it becomes part of the, just part of the bywater and it just, it just disappears. So it's important you make goals and you build, they become building blocks um, yeah. in your success. <laughs> well, it'd be it like if you got down to 200 and then you went, man, I'm at 200. And then now I have so much more room to yeah, eat food. And then you yes. get to 270 and you're like, well, I did get, I made my goal. Uh, I, I did, did it. 200. I got it. Yeah. But you said something a while ago. You said, I want to stay between 200 and 205. Yeah. It wasn't just, hey, I want to get here. It's not like I'm going to read my Bible through in a year and then you're done with your Bible. Nope. You know, you you build on that, yeah, like you, you said. And then, mm-hmm, then maybe mm-hmm. you go, you know, you know what? I do want to take small, I'm going to just read. Um, the Gospels, mm-hmm. and I'm gonna I'm gonna really meditate. I'm gonna read you know two or three verses and really think about what those verses mean to me. Then maybe we start memorizing. Scriptures. Yes, yeah. You know the way that I started memorizing scriptures. I had somebody hold me accountable, and they read me. Uh, they they had me reading First John because it's it's a shorter letter. Mm-hmm. And so I started reading 1 John, and they would have me memorize a verse in that chapter, and it was 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, he's faithful and just to forgive us of our sins and cleanse us from any and all unrighteousness. And then they asked me to memorize something in chapter 2, and then so forth. And so each week they were asking me, let me hear your, your 1 John chapter 2, and then I would hmm. you know, go in and recite it. So, man, that was a great topic. I, it went fast. Time went really fast. I really enjoyed it. I hope all the folks are making some goals or revelation for the 2024 year. Yeah, it's going to be a great year. I'm excited about yeah. it. Can't wait to see what all God's going to do. Yeah, absolutely. It's man. going to be great. And that's the thing, too, is your best days in Christ are still ahead. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's the worst it's ever going to be is here. Yep. So that's, that's a good, that's a good well, thing. Well, Merry Christmas, guys, and Happy New Year. Yeah, yeah Merry absolutely. Christmas. Happy New Merry Year Christmas. to y'all. Thank you. Happy New Year. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Mission City Podcast. As we close out the year, we hope this helps you set some goals for 2024 and stick to them. We'll be off for a couple weeks with the holidays, but we'll be back soon. If you enjoyed this podcast, share it with a friend and leave a review on whatever platform you're listening on, because it really does help us out. Thank you again, and we'll see you next time.